There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 46% of Americans expect to leave behind financial obligations when they pass away. So it's crucial to make sure your family is financially protected. Policy Genius helps you find the right life insurance coverage by comparing options from America's top insurers with help from licensed, award winning agents. Secure your financial future with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get free life insurance quotes in just a few clicks. That's policygenius.com. Hey, I'm KC. I'm Jimmy. I'm Eric. And I'm Greg. And you're listening to The Element Podcast. What's going on, people? We just experiment with any kind of noise we can make with our mouth. You know, we were having a conversation about mouth calling, and, uh, you know, the bridge between mouth calling and making noises is is real short. It's about the same thing. <laughs> it is. It is. We are, we're doing some driving here in Arkansas, but, man, there's been some crazy stuff going on in the state of Texas that we need to let y'all in on. Mm. All right? Some good deer hunting going on good out there. Good deer hunting. And it's been a while, actually. It's been like two weeks almost. Uh, gosh, it is a long time. Yeah, we kind of – sorry, y'all. We've been super busy. Mm-hmm. And when I say super busy, I mean like literally I don't talk to my wife most days on the phone. Yeah. That's how busy. Yep. So. And, uh, you know, I'm in the same way, and they don't like that very much. So don't day, go too long. <laughs> the other day I was, I was sitting <laughs> in the truck, and I said, I think I was talking to Michael or maybe Clay. I don't know who it was, somebody. But I was like, man, I have not talked to my wife in two days, so I should probably call her. Yeah, that's That's good. how busy, man. That's yeah. how busy. Eric, how busy are you? Um, napping? Napping or... <laughs> yeah. Eric, somehow, in the busiest time of the year, still finds a way to take a nap every day. Hey, on the daily, baby. On the daily. You got to maximize your time. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. yeah. You're, so, Maximus would be a good nickname for you? Yeah. Nap, yeah. Napsimus. So, Napsimus. 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 Speaking of nicknames, Gregnant. Yeah. Uh, if y'all don't know, there's a real funny spoof video on the internet about uh, the word pregnant and how people can't spell it. And uh, pregnant is one of the ways that it is spelled. It's sometimes. actually by Eric's favorite artist. It is. Lubelin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a shout out for go, you, Luby. Go check yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh, Luby. Oh, Luby's Diner. <laughs> uh, my grandparents' favorite place to go eat whenever we'd go places. Oh, me too, man. man. I used to go to my, my Mima all the time. I miss furs, dude. I'm sad it closed down. You know, in Sulphur Springs, it, it lost the... At night, the U and one of the R's wouldn't glow, mm-hmm. so it said Evers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that's bad news, funny. man! They yeah. should they should have fixed the marketing, they but they've uh, bulldozed it now. So apparently, they weren't too interested. Yeah, I wonder what's going to go there. I know. What is it? Chipotle. Is it really? I don't know. Yeah. I'm just taking a wild guess. Chipotle and Panda Express are the same restaurant. Yes. The layout's the same. They have the same scheme of ingredients and all that. I'm not going to say who it's owned by, but we all know who owns these restaurants. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say it. I had to whisper it. Yeah. Or not whisper, but mouth it. Chad Grouse with Cruiser Saddles? No. Oh, I thought it was him. No. No. It wasn't him. We just got a phone with Chad. He's a nice guy. He is. Uh, He also makes the saddles that we use, and we use them like crazy this past week. Eric used it uh, 
you know, to his advantage on Texas he Public did. recently. Mm-hmm. Man, Eric, gosh, let's talk about that. Let the cat out the bag. Oh. Let's go. Shot my first buck ever. Oh, oh you oh. gave away the punchline at the beginning. <laughs> Hold on. What? You. This is the first buck you've ever shot? Yep. Or the first? So, only my second deer ever. Mm. I thought you shot one before. Mm. A buck? Oh, dad gummit. <laughs> that's why they yep. make the shirt. Yep. Yep, that's exactly why. <laughs> yeah. right. You should go check them when, out. When you yeah. shoot a buck and you don't find him, they say dad gummit. They say dad gummit. That's the thing that happens. It's real life, guys. It is real Listen, life. Listen, if you're an archery hunter and you feel like everybody else is smoking them and you're just just creating limpy McSpikeson out there, all right, <laughs> <laughs> you're not the only one, okay? We actually have Spike Mike. He's not in the truck, but he will listen to this. Oh. Uh, and um, let's right see. Right after the Foundation episode that he's listening okay. to. Okay. Every single one of us. Uh, Eric, you haven't missed this year, right? Mm, I did. You did? Nebraska. Yes, every yep. single one of us has missed a deer this year. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So um, it is a thing that happens to good archery hunters, okay? But Eric was no misser. No. He's a no, Mr. Sir. Buck is what he is. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Buck. Uh, so, Eric, let's talk about your journey a little bit, mm-hmm. okay? And this is actually leading up to the release of a video, probably titled Eric's First Buck or something like that. Yep. Yeah. Something like that. My mm-hmm. first buck ever. Something something to that Biggest extent. Buck okay? Biggest yeah, buck ever. Biggest buck ever. That's what we name it for sure. Um, so... Uh, Eric, give us a little bit of backstory to your. If you're a listener of the podcast, you've heard this probably because, um, first of all, Eric is actually really good on podcasts because he's he like thinks about what he's going to say. Where I go too fast. Um, but, so all that to say that you've talked about this a little bit in the past, but it's a good opportunity to kind of revamp, talk about kind of your beginnings as a hunter, and then kind of where you're at now. Nineteen, I was. See, I was just gonna say. <laughs> like, I remember tw- what twenty-two. I was yeah. Yeah. something like that. Uh, no, uh, I first started hunting in it was like two thousand eleven or twelve. Okay, as an adult. As an adult, mm-hmm. like, yeah, something like that. And <laughs> he's uh, single, so they don't want to get away the actual age right. here. Yeah. You know, I don't come from a family that hunts, so picking up hunting was a little difficult. I had a couple friends that hunted, but. Still, just uh, getting started was a little difficult for me. And at that time, public land was, like, not really a thing. Like, people did it, but it wasn't, like, a popular thing. You know Mm -hmm, what I mean? mm -hmm. And so kind of fell out of it because it was a little tough for me. And a couple years later, I bought another bow and started watching YouTube and started getting into the public land scene more. I also had a camera, so I just started bringing that along with me and started filming, you know, the clown show along the way. (laughs) (laughs) Started putting videos together and started putting a few out on YouTube and... They're cool. They're good videos. Yeah, Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's why why we originally made you move to Texas. Let's see, and then, what was it, 2020? Yep. I decided... So I shot a doe in, let's see, 2018 or 19? I can't even remember. And then 2020, I was like, all right, I want to shoot a buck. Is this a so, public land doe? Yeah. No, no, that was private. That's Sorry. what I was thinking. PLD? Yep. <laughs> and uh, actually shot the doe on November 7th, and I had one friend that was like, congrats, but don't ever shoot a doe on November 7th again. Hey, you tell them to be quiet. <laughs> yeah. All right, that was your first year. Try. Yeah, it was. But uh, 2020, I was like, all right, I'm going to shoot a buck. Started listening to a bunch of podcasts, including you guys. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> Just trying to figure everything out and how to kill a buck. And uh, actually had a really good encounters that year. And one encounter was on November 7th again and actually shot at a buck. And I'm pretty sure I hit him in the shoulder. Uh, that part's actually going to be in this episode that's coming out. So uh, Sweet. Pretty sure I hit him in the shoulder. Not very good blood and ended up not finding them. So got real down about that. And a couple months later, I actually came down and filmed you guys hog hunt. And then pretty much brought me to this year where I got to hunt a little more. And uh, Nebraska was a little tough. Missed a deer there. But I was real close. I've been real close a lot of times. But uh, Man, I can't remember where you missed. Oh, I, I do remember. We were, I do we remember. That, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Just another clown show. Hey, <laughs> dude. It happens. But, Everybody uh, in this truck. We were all hunting uh, some Texas public land. What was that? Last weekend? Yeah, you spent some time in Texas public this fall, right? Yep. 
And how did that go for you? Not actually. I saw some dough. I thought about doze. So I think uh, that the Mason Dixon line probably has a lot to do with this. Yeah. But like once you go north of a certain point, the the singular plural um, like delineation is a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, where you would say like I have thirteen crappie, and yeah. maybe other people might say I got thirteen crappies. Yeah. But we actually say crappie. No, I, that's I, I don't know. I, I honestly, I think we kind of talked about this last night as being a Mason Dixon line thing, but I don't think it actually is. Really? I think it. Yeah, I think it's a nurture I, thing. Yeah, it's a nurture thing. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, yep. that's exactly right. Like yeah. I would say, there are. I have three chickens. Would you say that? Yes. You wouldn't say I have three chicken? No. It's just certain things. But that, there's people know. from Rains County that say I got three head of chicken. Three headed chicken. That's right. It might say got, got six halves of chicken. A half a beef, right? Oh, beefs is another one that's just weird. Anyways, beefs. beefs. <laughs> There's some beefs out I'll, there. I love saying beefs. That's a good word. Dude. So back to the back to the dough, right? Yeah. Um, so is that the one dough? Or that's a good question. Yeah, well, how many? There was one big mama dough. Was and she going? One, yeah, she she was going. And then there was. A little fawn. It had a hard time shooting the mama doe with the fawn. That's right. And uh, so didn't shoot then. But other than that, I have not really seen deer on Texas public. Was that decision based on a personal ethic of you were sad or um, on a biological function? It was actually... So when I started hunting, like I said, my family doesn't really hunt. Mm-hmm. And one thing my mama has always told me is... Don't shoot one with a fawn. That's all she's ever asked, so that's kind of why I did it. Oh. You should have told me that. I would have been like, dude, don't be shooting at things. I I would make my mom mad and didn't want to do that. Yeah. Don't want to do that, man. But, uh, yeah, the other uh, last weekend or so, whenever that was, uh, it was raging where I was. He wants to fast forward past the hog thing. He didn't want to talk about that one either. The hog thing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Dang, dude, he's going to get you the whole <laughs> and, podcast. And the sticks thing. Dude, we got to tell the whole story. Eric wants to get to the meat so bad, but I want to. I want the salad and the ranch dressing. All right. Well, listen, so, we only got rolls. so much time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. We have time. Okay. We got time. Yep. So okay. one time. I'm setting up here. <laughs> All right, Eric. I know you want to tell a story, but I'm the guy who, like, talks over people. I'm sorry no, in that good. way. No, I'm sorry in that way. No, you're not. And it's good. So um, we, we need to set you up for this awesome success you had mm-hmm. by talking about some of the debacles and things that happen to people when they're learning to hunt and even experienced hunters, Yeah. right? So um, you had some funny stuff happen this year. Yep. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. Well, one time, me and Michael went out to some public land, and man, that I remember that morning, I was so torn on where I was going to go, and... Finally, we get there, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to this spot. It's going to be awesome. Drop Michael off. Then I get to my spot, and I start getting all my gear together. And then about that time, I didn't have my sticks, I realized. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no! So I was like, well, crap. Guess I'm ground hunting. And Mm. it didn't really matter because I went in there and saw nothing. So Mm, that was one of the times. Mm -hmm. Um, Trying to think of, uh, oh, yeah, the hog. Another time. I had a hog come in. At a place we call the fur cone. Yeah. And at the fur cone, this hog came, I mean, pretty close to me. Mm-hmm. It was behind me and on a saddle. is at 6 o'clock. And, you know, I'm still trying to learn hogs and what they can see and don't see. <laughs> and So I was a little slow moving to, like, get the camera on him. And I probably should have shot him when he was behind me. But I didn't, and he pretty much got right under me. And I think he saw me move. If I remember right, mm-hmm. I think you're, that's I, I what you the, told me. Yeah, I got the camera on him and was waiting for him to just take a few more steps out from underneath me. And I think he saw me. Is this hog footage in your uh, video? It's not. Oh, should it be or should it be? I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. It's your you're making I mean, a cool video. You make it how you want it. Yeah. Maybe I'll save that for my first hog. That'd be there good. You go. yeah. yeah. But I think the 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 point of bringing that up is uh, your experience with that certain location. Yeah. 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 Because it's the same spot. I went back last weekend. And Did you want to go to that spot again, or had it, had you really burned yourself on that spot? I can tell you. It was tough. <laughs> I did not want to go to this spot because I had not seen a deer at this spot yet. Yeah. 
But I'm pretty sure the night before, you told me to go to Fur Cone. Yeah. And you didn't I knew that. if I didn't, <laughs> something would show up on the cell cam there. And Casey would be like, oh, I told you <laughs> The morning so, I was driving up there, I was, I was trying to give you options, but I was also yeah. trying to tell you. And I've been saying, just took my own horn a little bit here, <laughs> since like... Since since y'all been going up there, yep. which is several times, I've been saying, dude, the fur cone is like mm-hmm. number one spot. Yep. You ought to go there. Yeah. And uh, I think if I can interject, and I don't know, this may be the wrong timing on this, so I'm sorry if it is, but I think that um, the difference or the issue with this spot uh, was the camera didn't get yeah, rehung. I was, I was yeah. just going to say that. Go ahead. Yeah. So. One of the big reasons I didn't like this spot, one, was I was not seeing deer there when I did hunt there, but we weren't getting very much photos on the cell cam. Yeah. We, I mean, what every kind of camera do we have there? Moultrie. A Moultrie mobile. Yeah, yeah that's it's right. It's an edge. Do we have an edge there? I think yep, so. I believe so. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a new, new, new Moultrie mobile camera. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice. I mean, it's just nice for to know, uh, I don't know, like, KC said this before, but to have uh, the Moultrie mobile app, it's almost like you, a social media that people aren't attacking each other on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, uh, even if nothing else, you can be out of state and you can just look through and be like, oh, man, you know, cool. getting to look at bug pictures, that's you right. know? And it's like, oh, that's a real hot area right now, man, when we get back, you know? Well, the, one of the neat <clears throat> things about, and not neat, about Furcone is that it's a DMA, which mm-hmm. we call Deer Movement Area. To where it looks like a really like good pinch, but actually, deer move through there in like a seventy-five yard area. They just kind of weave in and out. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is one of those situations where the cell camera is really nice. You know, having that Moultrie app showing you deer is nice, but at the same time, it's not telling you the whole story because yeah. the morning you went in there, it took no pictures. Yeah, and I would feel as if that is not the situation that you experienced. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, was not getting pictures, went in there, and it was a rage fest that morning. Ragers. <laughs> I mean, from the minute I got set up, like, about the time I got set up, get the camera all set up and everything, I hang my bow. I don't even have my release on yet. It's, like, 625, something like that. Like, the sun's first light is, like, five, ten minutes away, I think. Yeah, first sight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I just, I hear something big moving probably 40, 50 yards away. And I, I could see it. It was a big body, but I couldn't tell, if, like, the rack size or anything like that. It may have just been a big doe, but the way it was acting, it looked Bold. like a, a big buck with his nose to the ground. Yeah. And uh, so that got me juiced up. And then once uh, the sun came up, had an, another buck came uh, coming through on the same trail, nose to the ground, and then another buck followed that buck, and so I knew there's either there's probably a hot doe in there the night before or something. And I actually, I think it was the second buck that came through. I gave him a little doe bleak call from Phelps, the new ones we got, and he came half circle running to me, and I thought I was about ready to shoot this deer because he came. I mean, just nose to the ground. He crossed this little creek, and I came full draw when he was probably 10 yards maybe. And about the time I came full draw, I think he caught me doing that because he looked right up, saw me, and was out of there. Mm. I was like, Dad, gummit. He was mm. a nice deer, man. I yeah. don't know if I've seen the footage of that deer. I, I'm interested it's, to see him. We have him on trail camera. Do we? I think real close to the time that he went in there. Mm-hmm. Like, within a day or two. Interesting. And this is in that episode. I didn't get footage of him with my main camera, but he's on my GoPro. So you'll see that encounter. Wait, is he the one with the weird side? No, he kind of looks short-beamed, but he's Mm -hmm. just wide. Okay, cool. So that happened. Got me a little shook up and didn't know if I was going to get another chance. Yeah. Uh, But not long later, another buck came through. Same trail. And I hit him with the doe bleat. And he looked up and heard it, but just kind of kept eating. And uh, I wasn't sure if he heard it, so I used the uh, buck grunt call from Phelps, too. What was he eating on? It's a good question. Something green. He's eating on the ground, stuff yeah, on the ground? Yeah, yeah. And uh, hit him with the grunt call, and he heard that. But then he started coming to me, but was still eating. 
and he kind of slowly made his way towards me and then just started thrashing this little conifer tree. <laughs> Coniferous. Yeah. For about <laughs> three to five minutes, I watched him just thrash his tree. Was it a fir? It was a fir. Uh, I would say not. No. You don't think? It was a juniper. <laughs> <laughs> The Juniperus. But it this was. whole time, I'm like, I don't know if this buck's legal enough. The whole 13 inch wide. You know? <laughs> legal enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he's legal enough. That makes yeah. it stressful, doesn't it? it if does. you and your first buck, it makes it stressful and takes away some of the enjoyment of the experience mm-hmm. because you're like, man, I don't, I want to shoot this thing bad. Yeah. I would love to shoot a deer, a well, buck. Honestly, at this point, I didn't think I was going to shoot this buck because I did not think he was legal. Yeah. And I kind of just watched him and watched him. And then he started stepping out more, and I got a better glimpse of him. Like, this guy might be legal. And then he gets stops right at 20, and it's just like a golden opportunity. I'm like, man, I don't know what to do, and I'm holding my bow. And then he finally looks at me, and he is past the years. Let's go. Yeah. And he looked tall. and He was tall. I came full draw and just put what I felt like a money shot on him. And he just, he ran off. And at this point, I'm like, now I'm freaking out. Like, crap. Is that deer legal? No. Yeah. <laughs> and I was. It's the worst. Oh, yeah. Especially never shooting a buck, you know. That happens. And pretty sure I heard him crash not long after. But I wasn't positive. I knew the shot was good, but I knew it was maybe a little bit back. So I thought I maybe hit liver, but. Yeah, this ain't an outdoor TV a little bit back either. It's, yeah. It actually is a little bit back. Yeah, it's not it's, like a lot of bit back. <laughs> but I heard, like, not necessarily a crash, but it's what it sounded like. It sounded like he just laid down. But I just wasn't positive. So I immediately called Tyler, <laughs> tell him what's up. Yeah. I was trying to – when you called me, I was – I knew you were worried about the, you know, withdrawal. Yeah. And I was trying to convince you not to worry about it. Yeah. Because – it's just the dude, I don't know. That ruins the moment, dude. It mm-hmm. does. You know what I mean? And I, I did not want the moment to be ruined for you. So I just told you know told you that I could easily cut his antlers off and glue them back to where they're wide <laughs> yeah, enough. Yeah, you know? totally works. <laughs> it was hard for me to get excited because like yeah, one I had shot that buck in 2020 and never found him. Dude, so I've like, done the same thing. That I've shot going... a deer that was like barely legal before and it ruined the whole thing thinking about if I made the right decision or not. Mm-hmm. So I had that and then like just the worry of like, man, am I going to find this deer because I've been down this road before and so just wasn't excited, just kind of a little just up in the air like what's about to happen? Yeah. I think we all got together then, ate some Mexican. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pretty good food. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And, I love Taco uh, Bell. I, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> but we went back out there, brought the game cart. Confidence. And uh, once we got back out there, uh, Tyler and KC realized that Moultrie camera we hung was not in the right area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we uh, placed that in the right spot, and I think we've been getting better pictures since then, right? Some. Yeah, yeah there's been a few around. Uh, there I mean, was good pictures in mid-November there, but we were out of state. And I feel like that if we were getting good pictures there, if we'd have had it at the spot we originally had it, it would have been unbelievable. Yeah. Which me, Michael, and Greg were the ones to hang that camera in the summer, so mm. that's why it was not in the right spot. Well, and it's, it's, <laughs> it's hard in the summer sometimes. You can't really – things don't stick out as well. The trails aren't as good, those kind of things. But, you know, one thing I, – I guess I'll talk about this a little bit too – this is a tip because this is this reminds me, or I remi- I'm reminded, or I guess this tip comes to me through how we found this spot, and uh, we ended up finding this spot based off of uh, hunting squirrels in the snow, and we found uh, a couple of tracks where it looked like some deer had gone through a, sp- a specific spot that was kind of in the woods. And it doesn't, it kind of looks like a pinch when you're in there, but outside of that, it's hard to see on the map. But I'll just give you a tip real quick on on X, on how to use on X to your advantage and potentially find these spots a little easier. Um, one thing you can do on on X is you always have, or a lot of people at least, have the property, private property lines on. And if you use that, that layer and you have the private property lines on, on surrounding 
that is on the private properties that are surrounding the public, you can uh, see the old fence lines that have been there for generations a lot of times. And that, not always, but that old fence line that comes off of a property that may be like, say, 160 acres or something, like that thing's been, that's a quarter section that's been there a while. So that fence line potentially carries on into the public and you may not actually see the fence like it may be torn out or whatever but the trees that grow there will be different and the deer can see these they might be landmark type trees in a a sea of small cedar elms or something like that Uh, and these will be big hackberries that grew up along a fence line or something so with that just kind of keep that in mind if you're ever kind of looking for the hidey spot that is hard to find when i say hidey is hiding from uh other public land hunters you can use those fence lines it's, it's kind of a cool feature that i like to use with yep. with onyx so yep. anyway i stole your your no, uh, no. your thing there for a second so that's how we found this spot originally mm-hmm. and it has uh, really paid off to You've have had a camera a good there. hunter or two there as well. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a it's a good spot, and it, I like it because of kind of what you're saying. For a public land spot, it's actually kind of hard to map scout mm-hmm. find. You got to mm-hmm. be in there and kind of confirm a few things. So, yep. Eric, we all went back in there. <clears throat> we did. Mm-hmm. I we all went to my arrow, which I saw the arrow uh, from the tree I was hanging in. And I could tell that it had good blood on it, but I wanted to wait for you guys to get there because it just stuck into the, what country was that? A bird? A Yeah, there you go. Osage Orange. Boys D. Ark. And, Horse uh, apple. Had pretty good Hedge blood apple. on it. Hedge apple. Yeah. Hedge apple. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we started following the blood trail. We got to a point where we found really good blood. Yeah, that's when I was like, oh, Done. Done yeah, deer. It's like yeah. just a line of blood. And it wasn't long after that. Uh, I think I looked up and just saw him laying under uh, another conifer tree. Ooh. And I pointed up to Tyler. He's like, there he is. We all ran up there, and uh, there he was. There he was. There he was. He is a deer. Look, uh, my yeah. first buck. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was, it was awesome, man. That's so cool. So tell us a little bit about the buck, man. Well, I remember he had some character on his uh, brow tines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had a broken off split G2. Is that right? That's what it looked oh, like. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. And, man, it was just a cool first buck. Yeah. He's and, really tall, mm-hmm. especially on that one side. The mm-hmm. left side, I think, is his tall side. Is that right? Mm-hmm. He had the, like the side that he grew the split on, it's like he put effort into growing that split. Not that it's short, but like the other side's like super tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, just toad, dude. We measured him, and he barely made 13, so we're all good there. Yeah. And just everything checked out, and man. In fact, game warden approved. That's yeah, right. Exactly. That's right. We got checked on that deer, and uh, he has passed, so yep. that makes you pretty happy. Uh-huh. Eric, congrats, first of all. Thanks, man. Awesome thing to put together, man. And you self-filmed it, which is a huge, like, very difficult thing to do. Yep. Um, now, tell me about your setup there. With my, like arrow uh no with your uh like saddle. your hunting setup you like your saddle your tree you picked and how that all worked out well where the camera was and like where we were getting pictures was north of me and i can't remember we had north winds that day if i remember right mm-hmm. northwest north north right? northwest yes yep. and so i set up just a little south of there kind of where we were getting pictures of and uh that's basically kind of a smallish tree yeah for normal what we try it's, to hang in it was hard to find a tree in there to make it work but mm-hmm. i ended up finding one that'd work us not that high up probably like 12 feet mm-hmm. probably something like that mm-hmm. yeah and had good cover but uh the first buck that came in i think i was a little skylit on him so yeah. But though hey, at that distance for sure. Where dude. this buck was, I, I felt pretty good with my cover. Yeah. And you were uh hanging in a cruiser saddle? Yes, sir. Yeah. That's pretty good. The, X, the XC. Well you using the Seeker platform or the Seeker the, Mini? M- the mi- mini Seeker. What do you think about the Mini? I like it, dude. Yeah. I like it. It's uh it's lighter, obviously. Yeah. And uh it's easier to get into smaller trees and mm-hmm tight spots so, i liked yeah. your tree setup because of how low you were really yes i thought i was like man 
that just makes me happy. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I remember you saying that makes you happy. I was yeah. wondering. Why. Well, I don't use the <laughs> phrase "I'm" makes me proud because pride's a bad <clears> thing. So uh, I'm trying to use like what the actual feeling I'm trying to convey is like, man, it makes you real happy that Eric feels comfortable enough to hang low in a tree. Yeah, you know, because mm-hmm. I think that was the exact right move. For well, that's you. just because I'm scared of heights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, you've been uh, getting bold lately, dude. Getting yeah, in the stand with me, I know. I just, I'm, I feel like I'm more confident now, just getting up in trees and like some situations that I just don't want to use a lineman's rope because you're going around like limbs and stuff. So it's just better to. Once I get up there, then to use my lineman rope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, dude, huge congrats on the yep. first buck, and you know what? That's only half of the day. That's right. The Greg eyes deployed (laughs) in the afternoon. So, okay, there is a transition here, a shuffle of of ways. Um, It would seem that since Eric self-filmed him a deer, he doesn't have a deer tag to use anymore. He gets to go Mm -hmm. film somebody else. And one of... The two other guys gets to go do a little hunting themselves. How'd y'all figure out who's hunting, Greg? Yeah, we just uh, flipped a coin after Eric shot his buck. Yeah. So heads and or you, tails? Yeah. What'd you call? Uh, I let Michael call. He called heads. I was like, all right, mm. good. <laughs> <laughs> so got tails and won the coin toss. Yeah. So um, you had had your eye on the spot out there. It's kind of like it's a Greg hole, I'd say. Well, I mean, y'all found the spot. Like, I don't know how many years ago y'all found the spot, but yeah, it's been a while back. But uh, ever since we went there in the summer, I was like, man, I like this spot. Like, there's a there's a deadfall tree that's like 20 yards from the main trail, and I I had my eye on the deadfall for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep, you're a natural ground hunter. Yeah, uh, I've never really hunted in a place you could get up in a tree, so uh, on the ground is kind of the way of growing up doing it mm-hmm. and uh so you kind of have which is kind of neat you kind of have an eye for like places that it make for good ground hunting yeah yeah and uh this place is just like that right yeah this uh big deadfall tree that falls over a secondary creek and uh, it just sets up perfect to put a chair down in it and hunt from the ground and wait for one to come by the you're chair of choice is is you, you say it's a, an academy chair but i called it a walmart chair <laughs> gotcha but everybody kind of knows what we're talking about here yeah did you have one cup holder or two i have one cup holder what did you put in that cup holder i don't think i put anything in. really no. so this you, chair has arms on it yeah yeah See, i usually I don't, don't like i usually don't like the ones with the arms on it because <laughs> mm-hmm. it kind of gets in the way of your draw mm-hmm. but uh this one was low enough that it it worked out pretty good. Gotcha. Yeah, that's cool. So, uh, how did your afternoon go? Uh, well, after I won the coin toss, <laughs> deferred to the second half. Yeah, deferred to <laughs> to, to kick. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Tyler and Michael dropped me off at the spot I was going to, and uh, as soon as I got out of the truck, I was hearing gunshots. And um, <laughs> I forgot about this. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I hear some gunshots. I'm like, okay, whatever. And I, I start trying to walk in to go access. And um, start realizing the gunshots are getting closer and they're in my direction as I'm trying to access my spot. And um, I'm hearing the bullets hit and then the gunshots. So that's, mm. that's how I knew they were pointing my way. And um, <laughs> I get about halfway to my spot and I thought the shooting was done and I started walking and all of a sudden they just start pouring gunshots in my direction. Oh my goodness. You, and it was unintentional. Yeah. I, they're, they're just shooting at stuff, but they ha- happened to be shooting towards the tree line that I was walking. So Golly. I'm hearing gunshots and, uh, I just take off running into the woods. Cause I was like, I got to get some cover between me and the gunshots. And, uh, this is all on video. <laughs> and uh, I appreciate you taking. <laughs> I was like, I'm at least going to film Liam. the last few minutes of my <laughs> yeah, life. That's like, right. <laughs> it's like I, I might die, but I'm going to take the time to hit the record button. <laughs> that way they know what happened. Yeah, there's got to be some evidence. Yeah, but uh, I take off running in the woods. A couple of bullets you can you can hear 
Like, it sounds pretty scary. But um, after I get past that, and my access is terrible by this point because I just, I just busted into the woods, not going where I wanted to go to access the spot. But earlier that morning, we had seen a good buck on trail camera mm-hmm. uh, go through there. And uh, I had a good feeling he was going to be on the other side of the creek crossing. So I didn't think my access would be too bad if I uh, came through there. But, mm-hmm. but I got in there at a decent time. It was probably, I don't know, 3.30, 3 o'clock. I don't know. Uh, got set up. And um, the within 20 minutes of being in the, in the blind, uh, this uh, small buck comes uh, down the trail. And... Um, He's working his way. I'm, I'm trying to tell if he's a shooter or not. I'm just trying to judge him. I see pretty quickly that, okay, this is a, a 1.5. Not going to shoot this guy. He might have been a 2.5. I don't know. But but he works his way, and then instead of crossing the creek, he goes up the ditch and lays down 12 yards from me. <laughs> Golly. Fun times. And uh, Greg's the only guy who can pass that test. <laughs> that ain't nobody stiller than Greg. The only person you, is the Statue of Liberty. That's right. <laughs> you got to be still to hunt on the ground. You ever been driving down 45 and you see that majestic white porcelain statue oh, Sammy. of Sammy? Oh, Sammy. <laughs> that's Greg whenever there's a deer around. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. But uh, <laughs> this deer lays down at 12 yards and lays there for probably 30 to 45 minutes. Lays down. It takes me 15 minutes to get my hand up to turn the camera off. It doesn't surprise me a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's just laying there. The wind's good. He's not going to smell me. And he just goes about his business. And then uh, after 30, 45 minutes, he gets up and uh, kind of mills around, feeds on stuff, and kind of works his way into the brush. I hear him every once in a while, but I'm not too concerned with him. But then about I don't know, 15, 20 minutes after he got up and worked his way that that direction, I started hearing a deer in the same direction. I was like, oh, that's probably just him. I keep looking over there, I keep looking over there, and then I see a deer. I'm like, okay, it's probably him. And I see antlers. I'm like, wait, is that him? And then, uh, then I see a big giant right side come through the brush i'm like okay this is a shooter (laughs) yeah and um he takes his time like works his way probably probably takes him seven or eight minutes from the point i saw him and he's just feeding on stuff works his way down to the secondary creek crossing and uh crosses the creek kind of runs to the bottom of the creek like they always do and kind of slows slows up his walk once he gets to the other side, and he's at about 20 yards at this point. And he's at a really slow walk, and I just felt good about the shot, and I shot him at 20 yards on the walk. Dang, bold man. Yeah, I, I didn't. I never thought I'd even like do that, but just naturally, I just I didn't grunt, stop him, and I just I just took the shot. Yeah. And a uh, shot sounded good when I let it go, but I was a little. I was like, I was like, crap, was that? Was that too far back? I don't know. He runs off about 35 yards and stops. And then he uh, blasts down into the creek bottom and just crashes into the bank and just <laughs> falls over. Mm. And so I was pretty pumped at that, at that time. Yeah, did you give him a boom or a left-handed, left-handed. fist bump? I gave, sure. I gave some left, left-handed left fist bumps. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Fist pumps. But, uh, bumps and pumps. Yeah. yeah. Bumps and pumps. <laughs> bumps, pumps. That deer took a yeah. tomp. So was that deer slightly quartering away? Uh, I think he was slightly quartering two. Really? Mm, that's because the, the, the way exit, that trail works. The exit comes out a little back of where it enters. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so... You, you know, shooting a deer on the walk is a bold thing. Um, it definitely can still be effective. Uh, I know Tyler's killed a few, de- few deer that way. I don't know if I've shot many deer that were moving. Also messed one up bad this year on the walk. Yeah. Uh, so uh, talk about a little, you know, you said instinctively you just kind of did it. but Yeah, like normally you... I would grunt stop a deer, mm-hmm. but I felt it was so quiet. and It was quiet. I mean, he was like on the ground like that. Yeah. I knew he was going to freak out if I... If I macked them right there, yeah. And, so, uh, did you aim differently? Yeah, I aimed probably at the point of the shoulder, 
and you still always you hit a little further back than you you do you realize you do like man you do dude i took a running hot except for run- this except for south dakota this year <laughs> that's right yeah. i hit a or i took a running shot at a boar hog about two years ago uh and you wouldn't believe how far forward you have to aim yeah. on a pig or anything and the hog was at 20 yards right yeah and i was like ah, i can do this yeah. i hit like a whole hog behind the thing <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy man it's wild, mm-hmm. you know, and like that's a thing to think about on the walking shot on a deer. Yeah, it's effective. I wouldn't do it much further than twenty for sure. Yeah. You know, like I think that would be a bad call. And also, I feel like you have this like subconscious thing where you're like, okay, if I let it go back, I'm still going to kill him, but mm-hmm. you just don't want to hit the front shoulder and yeah. like mm-hmm. aim too far, lead him uh-huh. too much. So you're always tempted to lead him not enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that you actually hit, you know. Let me ask you this. Uh, there's this thing um, in, like, wing shooting where there's, like, a follow or there's, a like, people pass through or supposedly what I've heard the most ineffective thing is to, like, point in front of and wait on the bird to come into your shot and pull the trigger. Yep. What's your method on taking a walking shot on a deer like that? Well, I mean, I never really had a method until this point. I just, okay. It just kind of happened. But uh-huh. I drew, and I was just kind of following him as he went through shooting holes. Mm-hmm. And then he got up in the open. He slowed up uh, quite a bit. And I just felt good, and I just I just hit the trigger. So you kind of like brought it into him and shot whenever you got it where you wanted yeah, it to like be. Yeah, like I was on him for, I mean, probably five to ten yards mm-hmm. of just following him through my through my peep sight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he finally slowed up, and I was like, I just settled the pin and just let rip mm-hmm. so you um you shot this buck with a fixed or an expandable shot it with a fixed blade why was what was your decision behind fixed blade well um the trail leading up there i felt like there's a chance that a deer could catch me and freeze up quartering to me like pretty hard mm-hmm. and there's some brush in there i was like i, I had a expandable i was gonna try out because i've never shot him before but I felt like with the brush and the chance of a quartering two shot, I was like, I'm just going to go with a fixed blade. Uh huh. And I'm not shooting over 25 yards in there, so I'm not too worried about uh, accuracy. And yeah, I, I wouldn't be worried about accuracy either, man. It's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> no, At 25 yards, I feel like I'm going to hit what I'm going to hit. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You you, uh, you can shoot pretty good. So um, I have a theory on. You know, your deer ran out 35 yards and kind of stood around. It's like, what's going on? Yeah. I think that there's two things that assisted in that happening. And those two things are you're shooting a slower setup. So, like, you, you, your FPS is, like, in the 240s, I think, right? Yeah, it's, it's pretty slow. And uh, Which is still plenty fast enough to kill deer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, it's not a big deal at all. Um, shooting a heavier arrow. and you shooting hammers? Shoot- yeah, hammers. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, you are shooting a fixed blade broadhead, which means there's no slap of yep. or sound too much of, of the, th- the thing deploying, right? Yep. So uh, all that stuff combined, your animal doesn't freak out whenever yeah, he, the arrow hits. Yeah, he had no clue what just happened. Yeah. Like, uh, it zipped straight through him, and he was just like, what's going on? And, uh-huh. and you know, he's losing blood, and he's... He's yeah. done. Zip's so hard that we couldn't find the arrow. Yeah. I think it's in a tree somewhere. I look back at the footage. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's up on a tree somewhere. Up. So you think, like, was this deer, did you shoot him slightly uphill from where you were? Um, no, we're probably on the same level, but he just came up the hill, and there's uh, some trees behind him. I think uh-huh. you can hear the arrow hit. Oh, really? I think we might have been looking in the wrong spot. Yeah, but, I got no. you. That's cool, though. Man, and... Um, Greg, see, I haven't been around Greg too much when he, he has shot something. Um, apparently, he kind of likes to do the tricky secret thing. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I didn't get to know what Greg shot until we <coughs> made it like halfway into the woods on the recovery. I didn't know what we were going to get or what we were doing, man. I didn't know nothing about the gunshots. I might not even have gone if I knew they were shooting guns over there, you know? Yeah. That's part of the deal. Yeah. So, um, we all go off in there to kind of do the thing man because it's fun people kill deer yeah. right? hey talk a little bit about what the deer looked like his cool deer oh yeah this deer is uh probably the first like non-typical looking deer shot mm-hmm. 
He's uh, got one. His right side is just normal. He's uh, almost got five on his right. He's got like a small. Hang a ring on it kind of yeah, time. Yeah, you can hang a ring on it. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, his normal five-point side on the right side, and then the other side is just this huge long main beam that goes straight up and this, like, weird brow tine that kind of goes forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a really cool-looking deer. CLD. And, uh, yeah, one of those. <laughs> and uh, just I, I don't know how old he was, but uh, three or four years old, I and mean, it just uh, – mature buck and happy to shoot one on public land yeah. like that man congrats on that that's yeah. a toad it's uh he has a uh, like that square body i've been watching that deer on trail camera yeah he you know? he looks like a tank yeah he 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 was the boss of the woods in there oh, yeah. for sure and uh pretty pretty cool story man it's mm-hmm. neat to do the public land double oh yeah you know you and eric pulled off something that doesn't happen very often yeah and uh your, your video actually will come out um probably around christmas maybe a little bit before probably. something like that and i won't spoil the other part of that video it's uh spikes part yeah with you know i mean it is a big old buck story <laughs> but i won't tell it the fun thing <laughs> about watch it to all see. this is that um so we have tyler and i and we got uh y'all three so michael eric and greg and y'all help out tremendously by filming us and it just was interesting how uh, this day the guy who was self-filming both times was the one who ended up <laughs> doing the shoot. Yeah. So um, y'all did a good job with the, with the filming and stuff. You know, the self-filming thing is, is difficult for sure. Yeah, Michael I did actually, get a shot, actually. He did. Yeah. He got a shot. I actually got the shot on film. I, I was shocked yeah, that I great. did. I didn't yeah. even know I did. But Footage is killer, dude. Yeah. Killed it's it. It's going to be pretty cool to watch, man. So yeah. congrats on the, on the bucks, dude. It was uh, – pretty sweet thing anything else any more details about your deer anything that we should talk about that we haven't i'm trying to think i mean it was just uh see greg is is cool guys i don't mm. know if y'all realize this <laughs> but greg is like we all kind of want to be greg a little bit okay so like <laughs> there's never dramatics too much with greg he just goes in there and does something from time to time mm-hmm. you know like uh so uh it's just kind of kind of smooth. It's all in the eyes, man. That's it, yeah, dude. Man. I would love to have seen Greg. Dude, do you know that his eye, he didn't blink for like 15 minutes <laughs> last night. <laughs> there. Yeah. So uh, we got a lot more cool stuff coming down the pipe here. Uh-huh. Um, we just actually went and did a little hunting uh, with our buddy Clay Newcomb. You'll be able to watch that video on the Buck Truck Series that is coming out next year on the Meteor Channel. And... If you've listened this long, you get to get in on a little bit of knowledge here, okay? Uh, we are going to continue working with Mediator, joining forces with the Mediator crew over there, and going to keep on doing some really cool stuff here at the Element. So nothing's going to change too much, no. but we're going to be um, ha- have some opportunities to probably just do some really, really cool stuff, and can, I'm pretty excited about it, man. Can, yeah. Can you kind of expand on how how you feel about it the whole deal uh yeah because kc just everybody knows this already but kc's a little bit cynical at times and you know so for anybody who might be skeptical of what's going on yeah make them feel good all right uh i'll make you feel good right now i don't like the idea of not getting to do exactly what i want to do all (laughs) right y'all probably know that i'm my only child now i do have a a type personality which is kind of not an only child thing to do but i still have the independence of an only child i have a little bit of the uh what did clay call it like a little bit of the snappiness or whatever it is you know like the got a little edge to the way i think about things and i'm not afraid to you know, tell people like it is sometimes, according to our other buddy, Scott, at the, uh, you know, this week. Um, all truth is what yeah, he said. all truth. And I'll tell you the truth right now. We are going to be able to be ourselves with Meat Eater, and it's going to be awesome. We're going to yeah. be able to continue traveling the country, doing some really cool stuff, shooting deer, and honestly, it's just going to make things more streamlined and give us more opportunity to do that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and uh you know if, if you followed our podcast for a while then you know who we are and i can probably say this openly it's gonna let us bring our beliefs 
and the way we do stuff to a bigger audience, and I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, another another point to make is this has been something that you and I have been uh, trying to uh, discern or mm-hmm. uh, understand if or, or how we should do mm-hmm. for, like, over, like, six months or more. Yeah. About six months, I think. So this isn't, like something we just quickly decided on we Mm -hmm. knew there that this was a potential uh thing on the table for about six months now not that we want to say hey we've been hiding this for six months but there was really no way we could talk about it because we weren't sure that any of it was going to happen because we We are skeptical yeah we didn't sure we want to do that or not we wanted to make sure who they were you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and that's what a lot of people want to know who is meat eater yeah well it's fixing to be the element. That's right. It's about to be. We're about to take this thing over. That's right. Let's go. <laughs> Steve <laughs> who? Yeah. <laughs> Stephen? Uh, so, meters full of people who like to hunt and fish, and that's us too. So, it's going to, this is going to work out pretty good, I'd imagine. I'm, I'm looking forward to pretty much getting to do what we do now, but also just have a bigger, stronger network. So, yeah. it's going to, it's going to, it's going to go well, guys. Yeah. And if you, uh, are a supporter of ours and have been around for a while or new to us and like us a lot too we appreciate your support mm-hmm. and, and by no means do we want this to be a situation where you feel abandoned or turned away in fact um, Meteor is going to hold us more accountable to making podcasts happen more often so <laughs> <laughs> hopefully you'll get a few more of these uh, we're sorry that we've been so busy this fall and things have been sporadic but uh we will get back on the uh, the weekly schedule here and, and be having these things for you. So uh, um, if you have something that you want to talk about, need to reach out or whatever, feel free to send us a message on social or whatever, and uh, we appreciate y'all's support. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that in mind, remember to be who you are, all right? You are a creation to God. You are who you were raised to be. Uh, don't shy away from who you are you know there's there is ultimate truth all right it's out there it's in the bible you need to try to be who you're supposed to be do things right and uh you know this time of year it's time to be a family man you got holidays coming up you know you got that kind of stuff going on make sure that you're spending time with your family show them you love them they might not be there be around for forever we're talking about some of that stuff this weekend man things can change in an instant Mm -hmm. so uh, make sure and spread that love remember to be who you are and remember this is your element. Live in it. You ever get that feeling the walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating you? You crave some wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe in a spot all your own. Well, head over to land.com they've got ranches forests mountains streams you name it search by acreage you can search by location you can search by the kind of hunting and fishing you're dreaming of land.com it is where the adventure begins hey we're going to take a little break here and talk about interstate batteries now if you're like me enjoying the great outdoors you need gear that is as reliable as it gets that's why i power my adventures with interstate batteries I use interstate batteries in my boats. I use interstate batteries in my camper. Great for your truck, too. From Alaska to Montana, they're outrageously dependable. Battery is essential. With over 150,000 dealer locations, finding one is easy. For all your vehicles, land or sea, choose interstate. Head to interstatebatteries.com and find your power today.